0: Welcome to Kenny's G-League, the only podcast all about the Rip City Remix. On today's episode, we're talking about training camp that just got underway for the Remix, a few of the events coming up really soon for the team, and just a general lookout at what to expect come regular season in just a week here. Training camp for the Remix is underway, so let's take a quick look at who's participating. We've got a list of 15 players plus the three two-way players the team has participating in training camp. I'm just going to read through the list of players we've got here. Choudier Bile, George Condit IV, Antoine Davis, Jerry Foster, Trey Gomillion, Ashton Higgins, Justin Jackson, Lacey James, Drake Jeffries, Kevin Knox, Kevin McLean, Brandon, Ratchell, Quinton Rose, Malachi Smith, and Romeo Weems. A good mix of players, some of whom have quite a number of years' experience, like Justin Jackson, who is a bit of an NBA veteran at this point. He's bounced around the league to several teams, and uh, the roster also right now features a bunch of G League rookies. The roster, minus two contracts, stands at 15, so cuts will need to be made this week to get the roster down to size. I believe you need to have 10 plus the 2A contracts uh now within the training camp roster there's some interesting details on what types of contracts players are on so i want to dive into that today to attempt to get some clarity on that it's been a little confusing for me honestly just to kind of try to figure out what all these different uh types of contracts mean so let's look at that first there are two-way contracts which you might be familiar with players with a two-way contract are part of the g-league team but can spend 50 game days with their nba affiliate during the season Two-way contracts do not count against the NBA team's salary cap, which I'm assuming is part of why this summer the Blazers had a completely new two-way player uh, roster, despite re-signing Ibu Baji and John Butler Jr. just a few months ago during the summertime. The NBA is allowing three two-way players this year, the Blazers' two-way players being Dwap Reith, Justin Minaya, and Skylar Mays. Another type of contract that you see are Exhibit 10 contracts, which is essentially a training camp invite from the NBA affiliate team where the connected G League team gets first dibs on the player should they get cut from the NBA team during training camp. If a player then spends 60 days in the G League, they receive a pretty substantial bonus of $75,000. Sometimes you see players get signed to a training camp roster and then almost immediately cut, as was the case with Justice Winslow in Toronto recently, if you were kind of following Justice Winslow's career arc here. It allows the player to compete for a spot on the G League roster, while being eligible for this bonus. Um, that bonus is uh, of seventy five thousand is really considerable, considering that uh, the pretty standard G League uh, contract is for around forty to fifty thousand uh, dollars. The Remix have a handful of players on these types of deals, by my count, with Malachi Smith, Antoine Davis, George Condit IV. Ashton Higgins and Kevin Knox all having been cut from the Blazers training camp roster some of those uh, when they were announced were announced as Exhibit 10 contracts others like Kevin Knox I'm not sure if it was announced as that uh, but I'm assuming that that is what it falls under since uh, it kind of follows what you would expect to see from an Exhibit 10 sometimes you'll see uh, these things referred to as affiliate players as well Um, so if you're paying attention to like the (laughs) Woj tweets, every once in a while you'll see it uh, called an affiliate player. Also on the training camp roster are players that the Remix hold returning player rights to. Returning player rights are, from my understanding, not terribly important in the league since many players have their rights owned by a team but go on to play in an overseas league or maybe they get called up to the NBA or get a two-way spot with another team anyway, even though a G League team may own their returning player rights. But it is something to at least be aware of. And from my understanding, when a player gets traded, their returning player rights move to their new team. Uh, So for instance, when Ibu Baji was cut recently, he was able to return to the Wisconsin herd relatively easily as they had his returning player rights. The Remix, by my count, uh, have 16 players that they have returning player rights to, eight of whom are participating in training camp. Those players that are participating in trading camp are Shudi Arbile, Justin Jackson, Quentin Rose, Romeo Weems. Those players were all taken in the expansion draft earlier this summer. Drake Jeffrey and Lacey James, who the Remix traded for recently. And Brandon Ratchel and Kevin McLean, who were just drafted a few days ago in the G League's draft. Jerry Foster and Trey Gamillion are also at training camp. I assume they were just... Uh, Invited to participate, probably a player, players that they've been, um, you know, in contact with and kind of aware of for a while. Um, so the remix could potentially have their rights should they make the team. Like I said, my understanding is that returning player rights isn't something to get too hung up on, since there's so much roster movement during the season. Uh, but I think it's something to note, just since it's kind of a uh, you know a phrase that that you'll see thrown around. The players that the remix have rights to but are not at training camp are all playing basketball in various leagues throughout the world. Uh, all that to say, even a brand new team can have a lot of options available to them. Uh, as I think is kind of the goal of the G league to have a large pool of talent that teams can pull from and develop. Even if many of those players don't necessarily suit up for a team in the G league um, at the time or, or potentially ever. Um, I have a list of players uh, that I'll put on Twitter and it's got uh for all these additional players that are not at training camp, I just put next to their names where they're playing for now. And they're playing all over the world. It's pretty cool to see uh, from Poland to Japan to Germany. Um, It's pretty cool just to kind of see all the talent that's throughout the world. And, you know, maybe someday they'll play on a team in the league or maybe, you know, their uh, horizons are leading them elsewhere. I don't know. Uh, But it's just cool to see. And since, of course, so many players play throughout the world... You'll see guys uh, kind of bump in and be teammates with players you might be familiar with from the trailblazers pretty rarely like Jarrell Brantley uh, who's now playing in Japan was just recently last season playing in New Zealand and him and Ryan repair were teammates got some minutes together I posted a couple very quick highlights up on uh, Twitter excuse me um, in uh, the middle of October there's a couple cool little highlights there you can see Um, so all that to say that's where things stand right now with the roster additionally expect some of the young trailblazers to spend time with the remix this season it's not uncommon at all for unseasoned NBA players to be assigned to the affiliate team for a little while so I'd be looking for guys like Ryan Rupaire and Chris Murray to see some action there occasionally you'll also see veteran players returning from injury to be briefly assigned to the G League to ramp up into game shape uh, but that's a little bit less often, and it does get slightly trickier because um, a more veteran player, I think, a player more than three league, three years in the league, you know, they have to like agree to it, which I don't imagine players don't agree to it very often. But it's not quite the same as a super young player where the team just assigns them to it. Um, so with all these players in mind, I wanted to dive into a tiny bit of background at least for the players that we know will be around right now. So we're going to start with the two-way players. Uh, the Blazers fans got to know Dwap Reith at 2023 Summer League. The 6'9 center put up averages of 13 points, 7.4 rebounds, and 1.6 blocks in five games. He played college basketball for the LSU Tigers, where he was teammates with Remix Legend and Blazers Legend Skyler Mays and Remix Legend brandon Ratchel in the 2017-2018 season he's played for a number of international teams the fiba world cup and the 2021 olympics with australia where he was teammates with blazers legends matisse theibel and patty mills and blazers villain joe ingles in my incredibly in-depth research on dwapreth i ran across a clip where he was talking to reporters about the first time he ever saw snow so let's hear what he had to say about snow no, today was the first day of me dealing with snow. Huh? Yeah, it was crazy. What'd you do? When I came outside, I was just I didn't know what to expect. It was just I was just like, damn, I was excited at first though. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then um, I just went out there, just touched, touched the snow. And it touched funny, but like it felt funny, and um, it was good. It was cold, though. You never ran into snow in Texas when nah, you were playing there? Or never, y'all didn't get any last year? Nah. I, I can't remember if never, we had any on No, never. I had never seen snow before. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, did you, the... were you with somebody this morning? Did you, like, make a nah, snowball throw somebody? No, nah, I had an exam in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I don't think I know how to make a snowball, so I figured I learned that. <laughs> That's Tremont. I'm sure he knows how. Tremont yeah. 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 so he could probably go help He's from you. Connecticut, yeah. yeah. He said he feels at home right now. <laughs> he said, Justin Manaya spent a few games in Portland last season, so you might be familiar with him. The 6'5 wing played college basketball for South Carolina and Providence, and played last season in the G League for the Mexico City Capitans, where he averaged two, 12.7 points, four rebounds, two assists, and two steals per game. Also on the Capitans last season were uh, Blazers legends Shabazz Napier, Skylar Mays, and Scalabissiere. Just as a little fun fact, uh, his father, Omar Manaya, had a pretty interesting career as a Major League Baseball general manager working for the Mets, Expos, and Padres. So if you're into baseball and that kind of random trivia, it's kind of an interesting look through Wikipedia to see uh, a little bit of info about uh, his career in the MLB. Skylar Mays has quite a bit of experience in the NBA and other leagues. This is his fourth NBA season, so uh, it's his last to be eligible for a two-way contract. Like I said earlier, he's been teammates with Dwap Reith, Justin Manaya, and Brandon Ratchel at different points through college basketball and the G League. I think there's a lot to like about Mays, and while I would never be caught watching an NBA game because I am uh, only a G League fan, I, I would never watch the NBA, would never participate in, in the discourse, uh, or anything like that. Sources say he's looked pretty good in his time with the Trailblazers already this season. Uh, sounds like he's got some very solid backup point guard potential in the NBA. Uh, and he did play with uh, Atlanta for a couple seasons, getting some minutes there um, as a reserve guard. The thing that's interesting to me about the Blazers two-way players this year is that they've all got experience and have been around for a a little while. Wreath is 27, Mania is 24, and Maze is 26. I kind of assumed that teams would use two ways on super young, long-shot type players. And even, you know, I think last season we saw that they were looking, um, you know, at John Butler Jr. and Ibu Baji, who are both uh, very young players. And I kind of thought that that would be the mold that they would continue to go in, you know, locking them in for a year or two kind of trying to fast-track development for a younger player with, you know, more uh, untapped potential, I guess you could say. Um, but looking around the league, there's lots of teams that use two-ways for players in their mid-20s, um, while players that they're drafting are often younger. You know, I think about the Blazers and Ryan repair who's very young, who got drafted by the team, and uh, he's there on the, you know, the regular roster. While these two-way players have more experience. Uh, but they'll be able to kind of play for both teams. Um, I'll have to see if I can find out if there's a general consensus around that kind of thing. But I will say that just having seen Skylar Mays play some with the Blazers, maybe maybe teams are seeing these two-way spots kind of as a combination of development uh, mixed with end-of-the-bench uh, break glass in case of emergency insurance rather than just a way to develop super young players. Be interesting to see how teams use those spots in general. Uh, but that's kind of what I'm seeing so far anyway. I think about Dwap Reef. And uh, I thought he looked uh, pretty good at Summer League. And to be honest, I, I thought he looked more solid than Ibu Baji. Although Ibu Baji probably has, you know, higher upside potential down the line. And maybe Ibu Baji... Uh, comes back at some point sounds like the blazers were very interested in him um but did decide to to let him go and now he's back with uh the herd like i said earlier um but as we've seen with some trades from the remix already um it seems like if you're interested in a player and another team has their rights it's certainly possible to make a deal happen that's uh in the best interest of both teams uh, so I would be curious to see if they attempt to, to make a little trade to bring Ibubaji Baji back because they do seem uh, pretty high on him. So that's what's going on with the roster right now. Outside of that, the remix announced that all 24 home games are going to be broadcast on over-the-air TV on Fox 12. So if you've got uh, an old TV antenna, uh, go find that and uh, get it set up on your TV. Make sure you can get those games all uh, although all the home games, home and away, do stream online for free. I'll put a link in the description of the this episode uh, to that. So um, you'll be able to see it on TV. And my understanding is you'll be able to see it online. Although, to be honest, I'm not sure how blackout restrictions work for the G League. Maybe they exist. Maybe they don't. We'll find that out pretty soon. Because uh, the season's coming right up. The first game's on the 10th. They're also doing a Fan Fest. That's right around the corner. That's on the 3rd of November. So grab a free ticket to that. Thank you for listening to today's brief episode. I'll have another episode once uh, the roster kind of gets completed and uh, we see who's going to make the opening day roster. From there, expect uh, some movement through the season. My understanding is the G League moves pretty fast. Uh, There's lots of movement during the season. I'll talk to you soon. As always, follow the podcast at Kenny's G League on Instagram and Twitter. And I'll see you next time.